Josh, uh, today is the fifth day of Hanukkah. Can you explain like why? Here's my question. Like, why did it start the day it did? Like, is it is it the same date every year in December? Why like did Christmas Hanukkah always- start? Oh no, no, because the Jewish calendar is different than than the regular the standard um um I don't even know what we call the our our calendar. Okay. So the Jewish calendar is like fifty seven hundred something like that and it goes off of the evenings and off of the way the holidays fall so that it's definitely not it's not the same every year it's around the same time every year okay so based on i my, i gotta I, i'll probably be corrected by my brothers but not a whole lot of our listeners but at least by either bagel monger or my brother um it is um based off of because the holidays are at night based off of the calendar and the moon something like that so it's never the same. You'll never. Okay. Get to, you'll I was never just curious, like, the, why it yeah. didn't start on like a Monday and go to the following Monday, right, or like, right? Because it'll like it'll never it, fall on the okay. same day. Sometimes you get lucky, like when when Passover and Easter are exactly the same days. Sometimes you get Hanukkah and Christmas, but you know, most of the time Hanukkah could fall anywhere between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Okay. Yeah. You get anything good so far? I got nothing. Nobody, nobody gave me shit. My daughter got a television. I saw and, that. Yeah, she's rolling and some sort of stupid uh resin uh uh food making kit that you put into like a a um a UV light oven that you buy. Okay. And and uh and we're only in day 5. So yesterday she got stuff from her family from my in-laws and then um oh, here's a good story by the way for Hanukkah. I didn't get anything, but I did buy my father-in-law a suppository yesterday cuz he was backed up during the holiday <laughs> so that was my present in case anybody wants to know nobody did no no, <laughs> no that was that was, no. A, that was a big overshare yeah there's nothing too, more humbling than buying a suppository so too much i didn't put it in i just bought it for him <laughs> yeah overshare <laughs> again yeah i didn't need that visual uh well now you all now you all can't unsee it so enjoy that happy hanukkah treat for all of you Anywho, yeah. Hawk, have you gone on any long walks lately? Licking <laughs> motherfucker. I just so, asked yeah, if you went on any walks. You said you were taking time off and you were going to go do things. <laughs> I didn't even mention your wife. I don't nope. know why you're getting all defensive. Hey, hey, Josh, I got a question for you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, there there you know what the difference is between butter and an, butter and an egg? Oh, boy. No, um, no. What an, is egg it? Gets, an egg gets laid. <laughs> Here's the thing. Uh, I don't brag I like about my sexual conquest, Jayhawk. You don't know what's going on with me. You have no idea. Oh, I well, forgot about inflatable Ingrid. I'm sorry. He's coming out swinging. He's got him. You don't. You, you don't. Know, you it. don't know nothing about my uh, my friend that I have. You know. Oh, special friend butters. You haven't told us about. Does she live in Canada? Canada? Mentioned her. Does she <laughs> live in? Ca- wait, wait, wait. She doesn't does go she- to the school. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> does she live in Canada? <laughs> she does not. She does not live in Canada. Oh boy. Morris, I saw you were spinning again. I was. How did that go? That's what that was. I thought you was having a fucking stroke on stage. <laughs> Fuck you. What is happening? Why are you going after Marcy? I'm not going after just... anybody. I'm just teasing everybody. Like, I saw oh, it. I'm proud Marcy, of her. I thought you were jamming. I'm pumped Marcy. that she's fucking kicking ass I, and doing yeah. it. I'm just upset she's not, she's not uh, burning bridges already. That's what she needs to be doing. Burn bridges I and... I saw Morris go like, away. at one point, she just started going crazy like i saw the hair bopping and everything i was it was great i'll, t- I'll, t- I'll talk to you about that after the podcast 
Yeah. As far as the burning Bridget thing goes, you got to be unleashed your third gig before you can start burning Bridget. Go. Oh, I think you should do it right away. I would do it first. Immediately burn Bridges. Immediately. Immediately. Right. Just, never get just, another gig again. Just take it down. Here's the I, thing, I though. It's, it's the I legend. Then. Do that. No. It's the legend because you did one and it was so ridiculous that they never let you do it again. But I did two. Technically three. So you've ruined it now. <laughs> you should have burned it on the first one and you would have been a legend. I don't think that's how that works. Trust me. I, trust I would just me. be someone that never gets booked again. That's not that's not a legend. I think you should trust Butters. Butters has lots of great ideas. I never have a bad take, ever. Never. Never, ever, ever. You know, as much as <laughs> like I want to get here and dispute that, some of the take I've seen on Twitter the last two weeks, you're not anywhere near a bad bad come a loaf motherfucker. Uh so we have a guest that is Yay. just sitting silently here. Uh we have, could have joined us. Yeah. Yeah, she could she could join us. Uh Tess, say hello. Hello, everybody. Hello. So I met you. How did how did we meet? I I don't know. We've said hi a handful of times at a handful of shows. Yes. And I think I know that we really started talking at uh, Rager. Yes. This year. Yes. Uh, yeah. Because uh, yeah. Because you were talking about getting stickers done for your uh, for your women's wrestling watch. Yes. And uh, yeah, so we were talking that. about that. So. Yeah, and then um, we had like a really like like a forty five minute conversation at Toy Hio that was like just supposed to be like a quick you know like Hi, ten bye. second thing. Yeah, <laughs> and we ended up talking for forty five minutes about stuff. Yep. So, um, Tess, can you Tess, can you tell me where that started the watch women's wrestling thing? Because I I wasn't I wasn't aware, and you started following me, and I'm like, oh, what's this? And then I got a chance to look. How did that start? So it started with the idea that I wanted to keep track of of women's wrestling in general, which is hard to do as one person. There's a lot of women's wrestling, but um, also to keep primarily keep track of what's going on locally. Um, so I started with that and I started focusing on just trying to support and like shout out local wrestlers. Like I do the birthday shout outs. Um, I have a like I have something brewing possibly. Uh, to go nonprofit for a couple of things. So Ooh. we'll see if that, if that expands and happens. Um, but yeah, my focus now is just to like, to do what I can to support and give a platform to minorities in the wrestling business. So talent, uh, wrestlers, announcers, refs, everything, promotions that are run by minorities. And then uh, that's kind of like what I hope to make it. It's just a platform for those people to connect and find one another through that platform as well as keep track of what's going on with wrestling locally oh that's awesome i had no idea that is great well i appreciate you always supporting us and coming on so this should be fun so we had a uh white elephant christmas uh thing at time capsule toys for the toy Hio crew and i had the best gift um i brought in a package that was in a mcdonald's bag and once you open up the McDonald's bag, there was like the napkins were like the tissue paper. When you took that out, there was a box of McNuggets. And when you open it, there was actually McNuggets in it, but there was also two nugget keychains in it. And let me tell you, that bag was passed around by everybody at least twice. It was it was hilarious. Everybody wanted the McDonald's package. Wait, so you do the white elephant where you if you don't like your gift, somebody can, or someone can steal the gift, right? That's yeah, the white before, elephant. Before you pick the last gift, you everybody can start stealing gifts like around the room. They can keep taking it until we get tired and then we just pick up the last gift and open. Oh, you don't you don't actually only give people like a, a, a set amount of times to go ahead and switch up. Correct. 
Okay, because we did that's in my I guess because office politics are different, but we we you only get a certain amount of t- times you can steal. Yeah, it was uh, the stuff went around a handful of times. It was really fun. Uh, Pam fun. ended up with the with the nuggets though, so she has the nugget keychains now. Well, if anybody appreciates something like that as much as as you could hope for, Pam definitely will appreciate for that. sure. For sure, yeah, she yeah. was she was very excited. Um, <laughs> so that was my weekend. Uh, Jay Hawk, did you do anything fun? Not especially. Uh... I don't think I did anything of note Saturday at all. Sunday, Logan was not feeling very well, so I'm dealing with that. So really, you dealt with that while watching the football game. No, I was going to watch. He was definitely watching, watching the football, football game. game. And honestly, I I missed like two thirds of football game. I was focusing more on him than than that. Well, good but. for you. I know. I know. Yeah. Tess did something fun this weekend. Uh, I did. <laughs> think anybody that follows me and or Rosie the ref knows what I did this weekend. <laughs> Wait, what'd you do? Uh, yeah. What what'd you do? I went over and I rescued her from the from uh the ER. She was Oh my god, yeah, yeah. She oh. uh she was injured uh during a spot at Rise and someone dropped her off at the nearest hospital, which is like three minutes away. Um but uh yeah, I I had to go pick her up. Um so I went out there and my roommate did with me and uh, we went out there and grabbed her, grabbed her car, took her home, got her all set up and everything for the next week. So, so uh, I think she just got test. I think she was looking to get test results back today. I think she, yeah, yeah she posted it was her, it's her meniscus. So yeah, four to six weeks she said, which I, honestly, based on what I, I saw, probably, probably getting lucky with that. Yeah. You- I mean, I, I, she's still got to do her MRI. So we'll see. Um, but I know she's got holiday coming up and taken off. So just, uh, yeah. You did a mitzvah. There you go. You took her to the hospital. You did your good deed for the for the week. That's good stuff. Uh, yeah. I mean, I did. I, I I wasn't even thinking about that. We had, she was in Southern PA. So from where we were, it was like, yeah, it was a two and a half hour drive. Um, it probably should have taken longer, but <laughs> my roommate <laughs> drove. So. <laughs> uh, those are just suggestions. Those signs. It's all right. As long as you fine. get there it's safely. The middle of PA. There's nothing going on out there. There's nobody no. around. It's fine. There's no deer or nothing. It's it's all good. Totally the safest roads to drive fast on. Not, <laughs> fucked, not fucked up at all. <laughs> no, yeah. we didn't get. We didn't take two incorrect exits over the course of 24 hours because <laughs> EA refuses to properly signage any of their stuff. <laughs> all I all I know is 80 is just. I just get on 80 and just drive it straight. I never have to get off. I never have to do anything. I just get on it and go straight across the state. That's Ugh, it. doing anything well, that straight nice. seems like a chore. <laughs> oh, I agree with Marcy on that one. <laughs> oh, I, I don't mind it. I stop at every fast food place all, all the whole way. Oh, geez. Like a couple of different ways you can take Marcy's statement. They're probably all true. But... <laughs> <laughs> How's that for more input, brothers? Uh, hey, whatever's clever, I guess. Uh, it's IW God, everybody. Hello. I am so excited. It's Monday. Next week is our award show. Um, trying to lock in the host still trying to find that perfect cat girl for the, for the hosting gig. Um, so hit up the DMS. If you are a cat girl and want, uh, to host the first ever respectful hogs, I promise I won't chase you. (laughs) That's not true. I, I, we can't promise that. All I know is there is a boatload of ham coming the way of whoever wins these awards. So it'd be in your best interest. (laughs) to uh <laughs> vote for yourself or whoever else but yeah there's a lot of ham coming that's all i can say this is uh these awards are ridiculous um Our boy, have to, 
good job again yeah we're gonna have to get into this so let's let's uh let's get into this i'm not gonna play the special sound effect that's for next week uh but we're gonna go over um each of the categories and who is advancing to the second round uh the final round uh, I'm not going to tell you how many votes people got. I'm just going to tell you that uh, there were some ties. So some categories are going to have more than the three that we were originally hoping for. Yep. Uh, starting with uh, best wrestler, um, we're going to go with Dominic Garini, Josh Bishop, Tom Lawler, Kaplan, Magnum CK, Alec Price, and Derek Dillinger will all be in Ooh. the best wrestler category. Oh, that that's like the Oscars when they put like 15 movies in for best movies. So we could put in as many as we want. It's all there was good. a five way tie. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was the most of any of the categories. It was a five way tie. See? All right. Uh, for women's wrestler, uh, best women's wrestler, uh, it will be Rachel Armstrong, Katie Arquette, Jocelyn Navarro, and Ziggy Heim. Hmm. Uh, in the tag team, best tag team category, we will have. TME, PME, Violence is Forever, and Josh Bishop and Tom Lawler. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, I knew that was coming. All yeah, right. I, it I only mean, seems we, logical. Yep. We, all knew, we all knew it was coming, but they've never actually been in a <laughs> advertised tag team match. Right. They have we actually never we've, tagged. Right. We've watched them have two. Advertised tag team match. But I just, they I advertised think, it as one in the promos. I don't know. I think that counts. The company, the, the company they worked for, did not advertise both a tag team matches. <laughs> there was a tag team wrestling chant during one of the matches. It counts, Jayhawk. Yeah, <laughs> I potato potato. <laughs> <laughs> okay, for best rookie, uh, we got cool ass Andy. We have amateur wrestler Reese Hayes. Hmm. Sam Hardway Holloway. Let's go. And Shelby Wilder. Another Ooh. tough category. All these are tough category. Very tough category. Um, I probably should go through. There were some, I'll give some like runners up that didn't quite get enough votes. Uh, so for best wrestler, MV Young, uh, Isaiah Broner, Samoa Joe, Mikey Montgomery, and Orange Cassidy. Uh, for women's wrestler, let's see, uh, Emmy Sakura. We're doing we're doing TV wrestling. People are voting. Uh, you can vote for anybody. I said anybody. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only one that's been TV wrestler so far, Kamoa Joe, Emmy Cockroach done enough and M- done enough indie. I don't count that. Orange, Orange Cassidy. Cassidy. Or Doug Alco done enough indie. I don't count. Masha that. Slamovich, Zaya Brookside, Edith Surreal, and Hollywood Haley J. Hollywood uh, Haley J. Yeah. That had to be a fucking Ho. joke. Ho. She got a vote. I don't Whoever know. did that, fuck you. <laughs> One person I, I think watch I know, a VW, let I them think have I know it, who right? it is. I think I know who it is, and it's right up their alley. It makes sense. Uh-huh. Uh for tag teams, uh honorable mentions go to members only, the fourth line, Bang and Matthews, the Work Horsemen, the Outrunners, and the Runway. Ooh. Uh for best rookie, uh runner ups include Tyler Jordan, Nick's Wild, uh Gianni Michael Enrico. Dex Royal, Zay Garcia, Austin James, and I don't know who did it, but I don't know if they didn't think I would catch this, but uh, Puka Nakua was one of them. And uh, Wide receiver? Yes. <laughs> uh, so I did catch that. Thank you. you clever bastard. Uh, and I guess we didn't specify it had to be rookie Ruckler. Yeah. So 
The fun part is a lot of those runner up are still eligible next year, but it'll be their first full year. Yeah. So that, that'll yeah. be fun for next year. Uh, so for best ref, uh, Rosie made it in, uh, Jake Clemens, Tom Dunn, and Porter O'Shea. Nice. Runners up include uh, George Ross, uh, Charles Van, Jayhawk, and Papa Pepperoni. So close, Jayhawk. You're a Hall of Famer. You don't need that other award. Uh, it is what it is. I, I, I can't argue the candidate. Like For best interview, uh, we have five. They are David Lawless, Sid Vaughn England, The Duke, EVP of Health Jeremy, mm. and Magnum CK. Nice. Uh, runners up include uh, Ed from Hayabusa. Uh, I'm assuming they were talking about his uh, Taco Bell episode. Uh, Tom Dunn, Ronald Two Legs, The Production, Dom and Derek, and Isaiah Brunner. That's good stuff. Uh, the next one got tons of really off the wall, crazy votes here. Um, one of them included Sam Sings, Jim Croce. Uh, <laughs> But the top four vote getters were, were uh, you look for like a one? dentist. Wait, for which one? Oh, this is for the uh, best episode. Oh, okay. Uh, you look like a dentist featuring Magnum CK. Uh, eating hot dogs the long way with Dalton. <laughs> uh, respectful hog talk with uh, David Lawless. And that was a that was a double episode. Yes. And ripping yep. heaters with Tom Dunn are your uh, final four in that category. Wow. Strong, so, Tom Dunn, strong. Yeah, so that's what we're looking at. Uh, I will have, as this airs uh, this morning, these will, the votes will be live. I will have the little photos up, and you can go ahead and vote for all these categories. What happened to the uh, uh, cast member of the year that we were going to do? Oh, that will be on the vote. That doesn't get talked about on here. That will okay. be next week. That's, that's saved for next week. Okie dokie. Josh, you're you're so excited for it. I know you're gonna you're gonna spam vote for yourself. I already know. I I'm gonna send out the army, the uh, the Norwegian army, to vote for me. I know I know they all love me there. And then, no, that's the only you're the reason don't. why we're number. You're the reason why we're number two in Norway. So. That's right. We're what sticking number are we to now? it. Two. We'll always be number two. two. We hang our hats on it. Not what last week said. <laughs> uh, last week we've gone we've gone back up since then. So that's misinformation, Mars. <laughs> don't read what you read on x and twitter it's oh, not Jesus. true <laughs> number two everyone we're number two in norway right Tess? exactly yep shout outs yay ten dollar tier zach chris andrew brock and dom greeny catch point cock shot thank you all yes and special shout out to patty hi, hi patty, patty. Hi, patty. All right, and uh, let's get into what's on. What's on on this weekend? All right, so by the time most of you listen to this, Fight TV is technically not going to exist. It's going to be renamed Triller TV, effective Wednesday morning at 8 8 a.m., They've even got a stream scheduled for that purpose, for that to go go official at 7.59 a.m. on Wednesday. Why? Triller owns them. I guess they're just trying to make sure everything's no, branded. No, no, no. Why is there a, a stream announcement? I think that's... I'm just giving information. Marcy, I hope they all do this. I hope they go, because this is Triller. Triller. Oh, God. 
<laughs> I'm just, this is making me irrationally angry. Go on, Jayhawk. I'm sorry. <laughs> Leave the thing in the stand, please. Mm. It's, I, I'm, I think that stream is literally going to be one minute long, like, like 7.59 a.m. Eastern, but... <laughs> Uh, not a lot, not a lot on Triller this weekend, though, especially live. Only thing live I've got is the OVW show for those of you that care at Thursday at seven. Uh, probably the big thing streaming this weekend on Triller, Paradigm Pro Wrestling got their sixth anniversary show doubleheader uh, dropping Thursday and Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern, both nights. The Thursday show headlined by a dog collar match, Austin Connolly against Matthew Justin. And the Friday show, Don't Dream It's Over. Headline by Filthy Tom Lawler and Ron Mathick in a 60-minute Ironman match for the Heavy Hitter Championship. God, 60 minutes. God damn. Jared faces his wife in a dog collar match every night in the bedroom. <laughs> so, Son of a bitch. It's wrong. No, that's just wrong. <laughs> Never mind. Mark me. I think I know where you're going. No. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We know we, we see the dog collar sitting on your on your stand there. Yes, we we, we got it, Marcy. Thank you. Mars, don't you have don't you have something to tell us? Like what's on? Yeah, what's on IWTV, Marcy? What's on there? Oh, you have something to tell us. Over on IWTV. Wow. Over on IWTV Friday night at 8 p.m. Eastern time. ICW presents one night only, featuring Eric Ryan versus Homicide, Brendan Kirk versus Cruel, and Marcus Mathers versus Azriel. And then on Saturday. At 7.30 Eastern Time, Limitless presents Force of Nature, featuring for the Limitless Championship, Channing Thomas defends against Ace Romero. In a two out of three falls match, MSP takes on Above the Rest, and Ortiz takes on Desmond Cole, plus much more. Awkward silence. I'm in the middle of bidding on a Dan Housen one of 3,000 figure, and I'm spending a ridiculous amount of money on it. Dan Housen figure? Yeah. Hmm. One of 3,000 uh you know the limited edition do you think there's a, a slowdown by the way in the in the aew figs like as far as the value like they i thought they were a little bit more uh uh i thought there was more value maybe six seven months ago to those i don't know if it's as, if it's as sought after anymore well here's the problem so when they first started dropping those lines in stores right as that happened jazzwares got bought out um oh. And so they weren't sending out any new figures for like almost eight months until the deal was finalized. Would they get bought by? I don't know who. I don't remember the exact details. I just know that that's why there was like nothing on shelves forever and why yeah. there's all of a sudden going to be a massive rush of figures again this fall into spring because now it's all cleared up. That's why like the first things out of production were like all the Dan House and stuff and like everything's coming through now. So we should get caught back up and like stuff is going to get back up in value again because it was all the same stuff for the hot minute there was nothing out there and that's all i could do is what figures were out there was out there for you know six months it was pretty boring Dude, th that's so funny you said that i was thinking that because my target never got any new figs at all mm -hmm. i saw when i went to walmart out here i saw a shelf full of eddie figures like just the same one and i was like that's interesting and then i went to my target they have none they've had none for months and months yeah, Target's been uh, in our area gets a lot of the good exclusives. Like Marcy had Samoa Joe and uh, stuff like that. So like they 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 had some decent stock there. So I mean it's it's coming around. Mine had the newest wave. Like I they had Butcher and Blade at mine, so I picked up Butcher for uh, Dalton. Poor so. Pepper Parks. Nobody wants a Blade figure. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, apparently, one of my friends actually got the Bunny Chase 
twice in a row at the Walmart in Austin town, back to back days, which is like ridiculous to think about. Like, how do you pull a chase bunny? That's like ultra rare. One of 3000, two days in a row at Walmart. Some luck right there. I just uh, wait for my connections at GameStop to get me what I need. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to see for I would like to see more than just Nyla Rose on the shelves by me because that seems to be the only one that's ever there, and it's most of the Dark Order. And otherwise, I get nothing. I get absolutely nothing. Yeah, they're all like on uh, in clearance prices on ringside for all those figures. Like Nyla's like a two dollars and fifty cent figure right now. So I have that first Eddie figure, the the original mm-hmm. one that came out. Now they have the other one with his shirts or whatever else he's got. There's the, there's the one with the, the green hat that's a Walmart mm-hmm. exclusive. And there's going to oh. be the AEW uh, exclusive coming out. I believe it's next month with the where he's bloody with the gas can from get that. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, Swear I want God, that one. That, that one I will get. Yeah. It's going to be ultra rare. One of 1,000. Oh. One one th- it's only 1,000 made. So good luck to everybody that wants one we're all going to be fighting for them i'm i'm willing to pay some ridiculous money for it so wait they're going to do it on ringside or no uh no i think it's going to be through uh um either AEW shop this is an AEW shop exclusive like that jamie hater that's coming out it's got like the union jack packaging she's only one of a thousand um and there's like they had that Hirokushida on there and a kenny omega and stuff like that it's going to be through that right now so keep it i'm sure like once it gets out people are going to be going crazy but i'm keeping my ear to the ground on it because uh i want to get a hold of one of those oh i like that i'm going to definitely look for that that eddie one i'm going to see if i can get on that pre-sale when it happens oh yeah um and then of course there's our wall that our walmart out here that still got the freaking first adam page figure and everybody thought i've never seen one of those yeah everybody thought a current somebody was joking about it being a peg warmer (laughs) <laughs> it's literally still a, a warming peg however many you mean the newest later. member of the monday night raw roster that i'm watching right now he just signed his raw contract in cleveland the elm road one jayhawk yeah yeah uh wardlow and him are the top two uh peg warmers there now yeah they, uh, yeah that that adam, that first adam page figure from like series one is still on the peg it's ridiculous. well that's the walmart exclusive one that's there because they they got in like seven boxes of the walmart exclusive so i'm really hoping we get seven boxes of the eddie walmart exclusive uh but that's not what we're here to talk about we're here to talk about enjoy wrestling season 10 killing in the name so we should probably do that let's do it iw guide presents another enjoy wrestling review Oh, I thought we were going to have Dalton do the uh, uh, enjoy voice. <laughs> I was really hoping. I was waiting. <laughs> I'm not uh, that full of surprises. Come on now. Oh, man. <laughs> just She's just the DPW voice. I like it. All right. Well, this time around, we are talking about enjoy Hegan 10, killing in the name. Three episodes taped on October 7th from Mr. Small Theater in Millvale, Pennsylvania, just outside of Pittsburgh. Your commentary team, Rich Bocchini and Veda Scott. So if I could, Tess, who's your favorite wrestler? Independent or TV right now? Oh, probably Max the Impaler. Nice. Probably my favorite. That's a good call. All right. I got to see them at Enjoy, actually, for the first time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I saw you at that show. Yeah, that was. Yes. Uh, yeah. Wifey uh, or was very excited. <laughs> that's, that's their favorite wrestler. So that's why we went out to that one. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I'm i a big uh, uh, fan of some of the, the people on this card. And just that they get to work, uh, enjoy, and they don't like work anywhere in Ohio. So it's like 
cool to see Edith surreal um, and stuff like that. So that's that's the main reason that drew me to enjoy was the variety of uh, people that are there that aren't in Ohio indies. Um, so yep. Trisha Dora was another one too. Love Trisha Dora. Oh yeah, Trisha's great. And um, yeah, Edith was a big one. I watched uh, her um, life of that they did on IWTV, and it made me a really big fan of her. Same with Trish. So plus right, they the plus they book violences forever there. So you gotta and and they book the shooters. Yeah, and Derek. So you can't knock it. Yeah, yeah. Jayhawk, lead us off. So episode one, we start off with a couple of interviews backstage. Uh, Parrick Nahara announcing that the King of the District will be replacing MFP in the six person tag match later on in the show, followed by the Runway and Ray Lynn. Saying that it's appropriate that they open the show, but they should be the main event. So everyone's going to leave after their match. It could be an empty building for the rest of the for the rest of the season. Did you see all that glitter? <laughs> there was so I'm, much tactical glitter. I am oh, pretty great. sure I still have glitter on me. It's yeah, I was front row. That was a mistake. <laughs> I, I will say, and this might be controversial, I was underwhelmed with that with this match, and we'll get into it. But I was I love our pals, the uh the runway who are on our show, but I was under I was underwhelmed with this match. I, I it didn't it didn't get me revved up for uh for the opening match and I, I wanted more from the runway. I and I I don't know if, no it, if it, yeah, I'm sorry, it just it just didn't, I'm it didn't get me going. Yeah. That was that was my match of the night was this ah. opening match. Wow. Okay. Yeah, we are. We are on all on different pages. Go ahead, Jayhawk. Lead us off with some of this info. We'll get into it. So that opening match, the runaway and Ray Lynn against the King of the District and Parrick Nahara. Uh, Parrick Nahara is somebody I've worked with a lot. I'm so glad she's getting a getting a spot and enjoy and get to show what she can do, especially with this kind of talent. So yeah, uh, Elo Neal busted out an airplane spin. I don't know why more people don't use that. It looks good. It's a believable move. Like everybody's been digging and knows how that affects you. Like, I don't know why we don't see that more often. Also, not to fall back into my old ways, but Elon Neal is looking thick in all the right places. <laughs> respectfully. 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 <laughs> right. That's what we do. It seems like he's been doing this a lot of squats lately. I'm, I'm for it. I will say you're right. I remember when I first saw Elon Neal with Jayhawk when we were watching before the uh, the uh, this iteration of the show, and Elon Neal was just a skinny dude going out there and now looks... Looks like put on some muscle and the whole to do. Uh, I uh, I don't have a whole ton to say about this match. I thought the stuff that was done at the end of the match kind of made me interested in what we're building to there. But the match well, that, itself that was, was my prompt butters. Yeah, I think I it, was just, it, was, I, it was fine. It was nothing like I thought. Kings of the District was had, a little throwaway. I, had, I hate to say it. We had a spot that involved spanking. That's my one other note for this match is uh, spank him harder, Daddy. Yeah, that was I don't know. I I I just have a I have a love for the way that the runway and Ray Lynn work the crowd in person. There's like a there's a particular kind of um kind of heckling that they give mm-hmm. that seems to add and you don't see a lot of it on the replay, which is sad. Um I literally the only part I think I catch in the replay is where um Caleb with the spot where Calum uh, got ran into Tyler while he was bent over in the middle of the ring. Um, right after they split apart, after 
uh, that happens, Raylan is like cackling in the corner. <laughs> she completely broke character <laughs> because they, I swear they do stuff to make the other ones laugh when their matches. <laughs> so what you saw it, me at all. No one did too, actually <laughs> you saw it live. So, and, and you thought the opposite of, of so far what Josh and I thought. So what, what made you, what made you like this match and, and think it was the match of the night for you? What, what, was really great to you like what stood out to you i think the only thing that really stood out as like a as like maybe a constructive criticism point for me is the um the king of the district in paris uh i mean it, paris did get swapped in very late keep that in mind um because i believe it was angelo carter was the original person that was supposed to be on that side um so i it was kind of like um except for the spots where the king of the district worked together as a tag team the the cohesiveness of that team didn't really happen like it does obviously with Runway and Raylan because they're they're they've been a you know uh, a team for a while right um so it's kind of like oh I'm watching Paris oh now I'm watching Jordan oh oh now I'm what you know now I'm watching mm-hmm. Eel O'Neal so that that was my biggest con- like uh, criticism about the match was that but there I think it's more like the um the comedic pacing that they have and the energy that they create to kind of kick off shows. Cause runway, it's not the first time runway and Ray Lynn have open shows. Right. Um, and I think, I think it's their energy. The, the crowd gets a certain way in person that really like, they just have a way of getting the crowd involved that, <laughs> and, and their comedic input is just kind of where, no, I don't 100%. know and the way it wraps in at the end, which we won't get into yeah. that, but that it just set it up. Well, Tess, you hit it. You hit it right. Sorry, but you hit it right on the nose with the with the 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 with um, uh, the Kings of the District and how everybody felt kind of disjointed. I think Jordan Blade is more of a singles wrestler. Um, I think Eel O'Neal is a singles wrestler. I just didn't understand the dynamic coming in to do that. I know they had to make up for stuff. And, and I love MSP, by the way. I love them. Um, I love the runway too. It just didn't work for me. And I thought Kings of the district were a throwaway. And at the end it could have gone anyway. It didn't matter because they were going to do their thing at the end anyway. Right. I think the, the vibes going uh, to like being there live for a show too, drastically change how you view certain stuff. Because Mm -hmm. I know like watching stuff back after we were there live for stuff, it's a very different feeling uh, a lot of the time, like how I felt very. in the moment there compared to that, because the crowd is so just, you know, boisterous and, and different mm-hmm. and, and, and the vibe and the stuff in the place. It's very, so it can, it can definitely put off where like, this was like, could have been like, felt like a throwaway on TV, but like being there live, it was like you said, it was like the best match on the card. So, right. I right. Think and I'm I, sure that that'll, I'm sure that'll come up later too, with some of my other opinions because of how it looked live. And I watched it back. I said, that is not how it felt. When I was right. live, so yeah, I think it's a lot of it. There was a spot near the end where there was a triple roll up and a triple kick out, and I kind of wanted the triple roll up to be the finish. I'm not gonna lie. I did too. I had that down. I loved that triple roll up. It was so good. Yeah. In the end, Ray Lynn gets the pin kicked. Perry Kahara gets the pin in 12 minutes and 47 seconds. And after the match, issue could challenge for the Enjoy title. Um. So one of my biggest critiques for enjoying these last couple of shows is. There hasn't really been a major storyline for you of being champion. It's just been these last two have just been title defenses. Mm-hmm. So this immediately addressed my one crit- like one criticism going into these shows. So I'm glad they are doing something with the title instead of just having either, which are their banger matches, but I'd like to see like story stuff. So I'm glad we're getting that. I'm with Marcy. I'm, Marcy. Good I was, yeah. I'm into story. 
So I was I was there when Edith won the title, and that was kind of the end of that whole storyline going on. And then I was like, okay, good. Now we're picking back up. <laughs> yeah, that was a really good point, Mars. I understand why they want to do it. Like you don't want to, you want to build up her as a champion first. But I'm glad we are getting into like the story, the story portion mm-hmm. of the of her uh, reign. And I think, and I do think that Enjoy tells very good stories. So you're 100 percent right on that. Especially, especially with Edith, like she's had a history of having like banger stories and Enjoy. Yeah, yeah. The 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 whole setup to her winning the belt over MV was was awesome. So and even I, before that, like the whole feud was Ziggy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's definitely been one of the top featured people uh, for Enjoy, and uh, you know that title's definitely been earned. So mm-hmm. there we have a couple of backstage interview. We get an interview with Kelly McMurphy, where he angry that he's the one getting booed, but he remembered a time when Sheik got booed, and then we get a Dark Sheik in response saying that she has changed herself and wrestling for the better. And Kelly is getting nostalgic for that. She's just he's just a nostalgic for xenophobia. <laughs> If I may, I love Killian McMurphy. Love him. I've loved him since I've seen him in Hoboken in, in 2017, 2018. I love him. I think he's great. He just looks like a crazy person. I just love him. He and claims not- to be the gay president. Uh, Tess, is he your president? He is not the president. <laughs> However, um, it was a bit of information I learned during the, the LGBTQ History Month uh, showcase I did. Women's Wrestling Watch. Um, he was the very first out gay wrestler, really? so that's probably why he says that. Yes, really. <laughs> yes. Huh. I mean, I'd vote for him. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's. I think he's great. I think he's a great wrestler. I, I love the look and just everything about him. He plays a really good heel. He never has to be a good guy. Um, I love it. And he gets plenty of opportunity to be a heel in this match. He got big dust in his corner. Taking on Dark Sheik. Mm-hmm. And I take on the, the, there's legitimate heel heat with McMurphy and Big Dust in that match. And I love it. Like that, that crowd hated them and hated them for the right reason. Like I love it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, for some reason, well I never heard Dark Sheik talk before. And I was expecting like more of an accent. And I was really surprised how she sounded. What kind of an accent? I don't know. I, I in my head, I just pictured something very like just just not the the voice just that we a, got. Like, out of nowhere, was... like a Cockney accent, like Brad Pitt and Lockstock. I don't, I don't or something. know. I don't <laughs> know. It just it wasn't. I was I was pleasantly surprised by uh, what Sheik sounds like. I just I've never heard Sheik cut a promo. I've always I follow on Twitter and and stuff like that. So like the voice in my head was just not that voice. So it's okay. Let's be honest here, Josh. If you, if you ever heard an iron Sheik promo, have you ever heard an Ed Farhat promo? You ever heard a Gandor Akbar promo? Anybody that even remotely play the Sheik, did they ever not have an accent, even if they were American? (laughs) I was just saying, I didn't know what he was expecting. I'm not saying that kind of accent though. I'm talking about like the, 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 like it could have just been a, a very I'm not saying it's like a Middle Eastern accent. All of a sudden or something just a like heavy Canadian, know. like Rick Moranis, heavy Canadian accent out of nowhere. Like okay, well, what in well, the hell? Well, 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 let's put it this way here. According to Cage Match, she was born in Georgia. Oh, there you go. She doesn't kind of like she doesn't kind of like she got a southern accent. Could you imagine yeah. just a southern accent? <laughs> I actually did imagine that she would have a like a southern twang on the very end of her sentences or words. Yeah? So right. yeah. She's I, very I watched soft-spoken. her for the first time at yeah, she is. I watched yeah. her for the first time on, on a Hood Slam uh, episode, and that's where I, I was like, oh, okay, she doesn't have any Southern accent. All right. Yeah. Very, did She trained in, like, Europe, right? Or no? Am I think, oh, I'm thinking of I'm thinking of Killer Kelly. Sorry, I got my, my 
my students mixed up. But yeah, I, I didn't oh, know what to expect from Dark Sheik either. I, I'm kind of bummed I missed uh, the show because Killer Kelly. Oh. Wait, wait till <laughs> later. Oh, that was so good being front row for Killer Kelly. <laughs> I was texting Ed the whole time going, Killer Kelly is lovely. Just oh, lovely. Just, just <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 we'll talk about it later, but I, I was never a Killer Kelly fan. I became a Killer Kelly fan on the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that more. We'll talk about that when we get to her match. We yeah, got a yeah. good one here, though, with, with Kelly McMurphy and Dark Sheik. Yeah. I, I'm going to give Rich Bokini some credit here. He compared, he, he quote unquote accidentally called Big Duck Frank Buxton. I am probably the only person in the fucking world outside of tech that got the reference. That's true. I fought so fucking hard for that. That's what Frank he was doing it on purpose. He was, he was like, that one's for you, Jayhawk. <laughs> Frank and Buxton, Frank Crybaby Buxton was a like lower mid card guy, opening match card guy for the Global Wrestling Federation in like 91, 92. And Rich Bikini just bust the name out of nowhere. He's great, like, by the way, Rich Bikini. Love him. And like, there's no way that I've got a tech with many more than me and like two other people got the fucking reference. So Rich Bikini, thank you for keeping me on my toe. I was like, oh my God. I love this match though. I love I love how simple it is. It just it it tells, tells that simple story where Kenny McMurphy is just a dick and he can heal and he's going to do whatever he can to win and he's going to use big duck to take advantage and she's just not having any of it by the end of it. I love it. Um, Speaking of commentary, uh, not to cut you off, Tess, uh, but yeah. uh, I really liked when Meg Fair did commentary, and I'm very upset that they were not on commentary um yeah i remember you mentioned as much that. as everybody uh, likes yeah. veda scott i love make fair on commentary and i think I, I think they deserve that spot over veda so that's just I my mean, little I, it was nice to hear veda's like commentary this time but i i definitely um I don't know. I'm, I'm with you. The the handful of times I've gotten to hear Meg, I think I they like, should I at like least Meg. like like alternate or something. Like, yeah, I yeah. Just, I just I want Meg to get more time because I think they do such a great job. Um, I want I want to hear more. Like, I want them to excel in that position to maybe become full time. So, yeah. but I, I also like kind of really love him as announcer. That like he brings a certain energy. Like it's. It's I, it's tricky because they they could do either one, so that's why right. I like. I think it might is, be the move just to like you can at least get both. Maybe that's a little selfish on my part. Meg is also a very good foil, um, and a good like. Uh, what's the term when the when the when the wrestlers can like pick on the announcer? Like, does a very good job of being foil. in peril, but also not like being strong with the announcing. I mean, with the backstage interviews. And also allowing the the heels to kind of get heat off of Meg, and then when Meg comes back at him, it's it it just works. That works yeah. for enjoy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I love I, Meg in the ring. That's I agree with. I that. I always enjoy their like their little barbs back. Yeah, yeah. Meg just like yeah. they, yes. they, it's so uh, he's so like multifaceted. They could do the backstage interviews in the ring on commentary. I love that. Uh, he gets to switch around all that stuff. I think that's awesome. And I would like to see them like they did last time. They brought in that other announcer from 880. I think he did a great job. And I Who like that. Toddy Tondera. Oh, they brought Toddy in? Toddy Tondera yeah. oh, yeah. did uh, backstage interview stuff and got sprayed with uh, the mist by Sue Young. But also uh, they they had a uh, the um, announcer come in um, for a portion of the show. And he did a great job, too. I think he's got a very good voice um that i think works for that but oh for sure I, 
I think that, you know, having those backups, I'd like to see them kind of alternate that kind of stuff a little bit here and there. I think everybody Agreed. like can, can, you know, switch around and I just, I like the, the little difference there. And I like that they, they brought in, you know, we'll talk about it here in a, in a few matches, the 880 kids got to do some stuff. And I just, I like the, the switching up. So it's not so like compact. I like that there's other, like other things they can do. It's just, I don't know. It's my little, my little thing I like. So, but yeah, this match. Yep. We can hit the we can hit the post on this one. What do you got, Jayhawk? Uh, well, I think uh, Tess had something. So. Oh, sorry, Tess. Go ahead. No, you're good. Um, I was gonna say that. Um, uh, oh, Dusty. Oh my gosh, in person, very annoying. Did a great job. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, again, you don't see a lot of his as much as you don't see as much of his crowd interaction that he actually does when you watch the replay. Obviously, um, he was very good at being annoying, and get, uh, some of the chants that you hear against Killian, he gets started because he says something for Killian and it, it lights the fire with the crowd to do the opposite. Um I also I loved the spot right near the end. Of course the table broke and it wasn't supposed to at that time because the leg caved in. But yep. I was gonna um, ask um how funny was that in person for the crowd when he got like I, on the table it and was, it just like <laughs> it was funny. It was also a little like oh man I mean, don't get to see you know she just destroy it but it's fine um i it's one of those things i pay attention to the props as they get put up i was like oh that leg's not gonna hold and it didn't um but the uh, the best part of that end sequence for me was Sheik doing a split and like nailing killian for a low blow it was so good oh the johnny cage yeah that yeah. fucking rocks <laughs> i was like oh my my little nerdy heart is so excited right now <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree with everything you said about Dust at Ringside. I got to see Dust with Kelly McMurphy when I went to ECWA last year, and Dust is great. I, I'm, you know, the TV production does not do justice how good he is at Ringside. It really doesn't. No, it does not. Where did Where did Dust come from? I, I don't think I'm familiar. Jayhawk, do you know? Jayhawk, I don't honestly. I believe I believe he's from the like that Jersey area, but I I couldn't. I, I don't quote me on that. I don't you, know. You want to cage match it and see what comes up. He's not gonna have a profile, so no? I can't. Wow. No, okay. he doesn't. Okay. All right. Next time, I'll check it out. I'll, I'll do some research on my own. I just like going to Jayhawk for my info because he's just on top of it. Um. Uh, so the match ends when Sheik hits Slice Brett, uh, hits McMurphy with a Slice Brett onto Dust and gets the pin, even though McMurphy's shoulders are on top of Dust and not on the mat. So referee depression, I'm getting. Yeah, they uh, they say it in the commentary that he pinned he pinned him on Dustin. They counted Dustin as being part of it for the pin that's fair yeah I, it's, I, I, it's the I, moment i don't think it's uh you know the end of the world if, if it's not exactly on the mat i think it's uh in the heat of the moment it's a cool spot cool finish yeah yeah the crowd I, obviously I, did not care no <laughs> and, and having having not worked for enjoy i don't know what their rule car maybe that is in the rule book i don't know <laughs> i'm giving them for the uh, doubt i'm glad i'm glad she didn't hurt herself as she decided to jump off the you oh know, yeah, I wonder what that was. Table anyway. <laughs> I wonder what was going on there. I, th- I saw her grab her hip. I was like, "What are you doing? Why would you jump on that?" Sometimes you just gotta jump, you know. I guess. Heat of the moment. <laughs> yep. So that was the end of episode one. We move on to episode two, 
And we start with David Lawlick, and clearly in front of a green screen. He's supposed to be on vacation at the beach. I don't know what confronted. you're talking about. I think he was, no, he was clearly I, I on vacation. I spoke with him. He was on vacation because I had some legal issues that he was supposed to clear up for me, but he couldn't because he was on vacation. My dude. I love David Lawless. He deserves, you know what? He works very hard. He deserves a vacation. He, he does. does. I love he him. works for us. Yes. Butters, do we need to be concerned about your legal issues? No, no. Uh, you know, David Lawless takes care of all that for me. He's a yeah. uh, great legal representation. He's trying uh, to buy his grandma's house up from out from underneath yeah. her so she doesn't know, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. He's he's working right. with me on that. So yeah. Right. 50k bounty has nothing to do with his character, right? <laughs> that's that's just, you know, Mr. Grimm being selfish and the whole nine. And I just yeah. you know it's what he 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 has been after my uh, attorney for so long he's lucky i didn't try to cash in on that bounty uh because <laughs> i would love I, I to would, see you try <laughs> i would beat him within an inch of his life uh, well many did try <laughs> yeah oh. we'll get into we'll that you get into that in a minute yeah uh i would have beat him within an inch of his life uh and if i for once was like you know what billy dixon good on you good on you well let's get we'll to get that. to it yeah we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves <laughs> And as we've mentioned, David Lawler can't have a fifty thousand dollar bounty to anybody who can take out Mr. Grimm. Yeah, while he's suspended, and that leads to our bounty match. It's Mr. Grimm against an unadvertised opponent. It starts out being amateur wrestler Reese, which didn't go very well for him. I just thought, oh no, Reese is gonna die. That was my that was my first note. Oh no, Reese is gonna die. <laughs> yeah. And then, then the, every member of the eight eighty roster. <laughs> but, but yeah, so yeah, the entire security team, which basically the A80 roster come out, they get they're gonna get a crap kicked out of them. The referee roll come up and get a two count, then go, oh shit. Yep. Yeah. So the second referee finally comes out with Brohemoth following. And I'm excited for this because I love Brohemoth and we're gonna get a hoss fight and I'm indignant this. By the way, Brohemoth is probably a hundred maybe sixty pounds heavier than Mr. Grimm, and that's hard to even do. I mean, Brohemoth is a monster. Big meaty men slapping meat. Yeah, yeah. Really yeah. Yep. yep. And this and this was really fucking good for while it lasted. It did not last mm-hmm. very long. Yeah, uh, there was a no. Mr. Grimm hits a four fifty splash. Get the fuck out of here! I yeah. jumped out of my chair. <laughs> it was so good live. I jumped so out of my chair. I jumped out of my chair watching this in my office on freaking YouTube. Like, oh my god! Yeah. Also, I, before I that, what about, what about that fucking pounce he hits? Yeah, that's yeah. a big, big man hitting a big Oof. pounce. Yep. Oof. Media pounce that maybe possibly reminding a, me of all this is, is is why I didn't take that bounty up now. Now that I think about it, <laughs> that's a big dude. <laughs> good good oh. on you, brothers. Good on you. Good choice. Just a big dude, and that four fifty was insane. And yes, that's all I wanted. More more men his size should do four fifty. So Just the commentary does that. mention that they saw a masked man backstage, and they thought maybe that's who was going to answer the challenge. That masked man does show up. With yes, the new referee, to my disappointment. <laughs> well, I, you know, you know what? We'll talk about in, the, in a second here. But Mr. Yeah. Grimm got up, getting up a body bag for Brohemoth. The Mac men come out, attack him from behind, leg him out. Unmask, with a chain. With a chain. Choke yep. him out with a chain. Unmask to reveal Billy Dixon. And he gets the and he Billy Dixon gets the win. The referee stops the match and Grimm can't continue. Seven minutes and 39 seconds for the whole <clears> thing about a bell. Like an eight on one match or something by the time we're all kind of done. And I and here and I'll say this we've had things about Billy Dickon on this show, and some people have disagreed with us, mostly Billy Dickon. <laughs> but he but he cut the promo here 
Yeah, he blame he basically he blames the fans that you guys cheered MV Young over me and and and, and sure did and, yeah and yeah he he busted <laughs> me open and you cheered it's yep. all your fault. Mm-hmm. This was a goddamn good promo. This was fucking great. It was a great promo. Yeah, I agree with that. And I was gonna say for the beginning of the match, real quick, Reese was the first one to get in, and when we're we're standing there watching, I'm again I'm in I'm in hard cam side. So I just see the cameraman pass down the camera. I said, oh, no, this isn't going to end well. And the reaction from the crowd as he strips down <laughs> to his gear <laughs> that he had hidden underneath was so good. Um, and I just got to give it to, you know, Nick, uh, Nick's wild and Casey and Brandon all from for jumping in there because uh, I'm sure Nick's wasn't part of it. But the other three uh, Reese and the other two getting uh, tossed by uh, Grim probably didn't feel all that great. Um, no, that fall away <laughs> slam, slam double. double yeah, yeah, oh, my God. <laughs> That was ridiculous. <laughs> um, I thought it was it was then, bad enough with the two of them on there, and then the, he got the cross body, and I was like, "Oh no, oh yeah, no!" Yeah, Reese decided to run at Grim for whatever reason. <laughs> yeah, Grim is. I'm starting to become a very big Grim fan. I I didn't know a, a whole lot about him uh, when I first started watching Enjoy. Uh, he's got a lot going on for him. I'd like to see him in some other places. To be honest, I agree. Uh, Grim has a lot to offer. Just, just physique and and presentation and the move set. I, I, I mean, what could I? You know what? Grim and Derek could go, could bash each other to death. Grim and Bishop, if you want to bring them over closer to the Ohio side, or if you want to come to the New York side, uh, you know, ETU could definitely bring in somebody like Grim or 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 you know, JCW or whatever. That dude's got a lot of size and would be very very easy to watch. You know, for wrestling fans, he's just a big scary dude. Well, he is he is booked at the lab in oh, February. I'm Go going to that. That's show a bunga, right? Yes, I'm going yeah. to that. Um, oh, are you? We, awesome. Uh, we'll hang out. We uh we sponsored uh, Rosie. Oh, um, awesome! So we're heading. It'll be my first time out to New Jersey. Actually, Josh, I was looking show. at sponsoring that. If we do, you get tickets with that if we sponsor. So, oh, sweet! I'll bring Harper. Yes. It's at three o'clock in the afternoon. Can't can't ask for anything better. She can go for free anyway. So we can uh, we can probably work something out. So cool. All right, we'll talk about it. That's um, great. But I just want to point this out uh, for my attorney, Mr. David Lawless. Um, Billy Dixon did not uh, put Mr. Grimm in that body bag, and therefore I don't think it should count that he collected that bounty just because he got the pin. He didn't finish the job and kill Mr. Grimm. Right. So I'm gonna say that you don't that. give Billy Dixon that money. Um, and maybe you float me alone of like ten grand or something. You he know, just he for, complete for the pointing hit. this out. Yeah, like a, a finder's fee for for pointing out the flaw in that uh that little thing. You know, the loophole. So uh, hit me up. Uh, let me let me get some of that cash. You know what happens if a hitman doesn't get finish the job? Then it's time to come after them. So maybe it's time to switch the bounty up and send somebody after old Billy Dixon too. You never know. No. I mean that was whole that was Grim's whole stick. That's why he has the body bag. So mm-hmm. body and, and Grim he finishes the job. He puts him yeah. in the body bag. So yeah, yeah. So I don't know. We're gonna have to see what happens at the the next uh, enjoy show. Mm-hmm. Oh, great from Billy Dixon. At some point, the bell has to ring, and that's the part that scared me. But you're right; <laughs> it'll be okay. I think. I think if Enjoy is smart to see what they need to do, maybe they can figure out a way to kind of cover some of those flaws and do something with it. I mean, or depending on who he's in the ring with, they could fit. They could figure something out. Mr. Graham, you know, as we said, was very talented. 
putting them in there like that, uh, you know, they might be able to outshine uh, whatever flaws they have. So, and, and, and I will, and I will say that, especially Mr. Grimm still got the thing with David Lawless. There's all kinds of stuff you can do to hide any weaknesses. I mean, I, I think it'll be fine. And this, yeah, Billy Dickson got me interested in this feud. He got me interested in that match. Yeah, like so I, said, I, the I promo do want was to good. So, yeah. So, how are they going to hide? How, how do they hide the weaknesses? Turn. Yeah. How do they hide the weaknesses? Russell in the dark. Whoa! <laughs> wow, Josh. Wow. <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I tease. I tease. Well, let's put it this way, Josh. I, as an old EKW fan, nine one one was horrible, and he was he the most over guy on the roster for a year Correct. and a half. Right? They did it right. So I, he, as long he, as they do it right, do it right. Yeah, and there are ways to do it. Nope. Yeah, you're right. And we didn't get in, an interview from Erica Lee, and she's going to beat Niggy Heim tonight, and then she and the board will win the Enjoy Tag Team title from the production. I'm curious, by the way, about how the production is going to handle that with how with how things are going. Uh, you know, and other promotions. Why? Yes. So it less exist. than a, less it than fifty exist. miles away. Yeah, it doesn't well, exist in Enjoy. They're still the right. they're Yeah, you're right. You're right. Whole different universe. So hopefully that doesn't. I mean, I can kind of see. You know, maybe maybe that going that way. But I'm hoping that they stick together and enjoy. I, so. I love Derek, but wouldn't it be great to see Gummy Boar a little more? See the board take a few more bumps. See, and do I, could see, I could I'm on. See I'm Gummy on Boar winning it. I was gonna say I could see Gummy Boar winning it, but production not necessarily breaking up and enjoy i think it would be too much at once i think i think you'd have to give it at least another show or two if you're gonna split production because gummy boar i want to see gummy boar win and don't get me wrong i love ziggy and Derek. i love them immensely however um gummy boar also holds holds a special place in my heart and i'm i've my my dream match over there is uh the runway gummy boar um the production as it is over in enjoy um and bussy so at least i'm getting half of that <laughs> i'm getting gummy more versus production so I'll that's take an it. aggressive that's an aggressive match you just booked so <laughs> i have it is aggressive but you know <laughs> so we kind of have this discussion the last time we we talked enjoy about the runway and how i said that basically they weren't going to take the belts off of the production but they were going to beat the team that does and I I feel like that prediction is coming true because I do feel like Gummy Boar is going to beat the production, but I feel like not long after the runway is going to come yep. for Gummy Boar after their little feud, and it's going to be that's going to be the end of it, and and runway's I, taking I them belts. So I think it's we're going to get that at some point, maybe not next year, maybe the year after, but it's coming, and I'm excited to to see that for the runway. So anyway, Thanks. this match. Oh, we, we also had a giggy interview where she said she was not prepared for the match, but she'll win because she's bigger, badder, and scarier. This is true. I, I had to I had to have a conversation with Ziggy today, and I was very scared during that conversation. So this is a rematch from Keegan 2, Erica Lee against Giggy Heim. Giggy won the original match. Thanks to Derek Dillinger, who was not in the building in this particular case. <laughs> yeah, he was at uh, AIW. Yeah. Uh, Giggy attacked before the bell. She spent most of the match working on the left arm and shoulder of Erica Lee. Oh, nice, simple storytelling. I like it. Erica Lee wants to review Squid Game with us, and I, I, I think maybe we'll set that up next year. Oh, we still, we still need to do uh, one piece with PME Butters. I, I watched know. the whole thing. Yeah. There's, well, I first off, you watched it because it's good. So even if we don't do that with PME, you still got to watch a really good show. Uh, yeah. That's still going to happen. But I'm saying like. I don't know. She wants to review Squid Game like on the air as an episode. So I don't know how, how we're going to make this work, but that's 
I wanted to get her on uh, as an interview, but uh, she wants to review Squid Game with us. That's that's Let's where we're it. at with it. So I'm all for it. Yep, we'll fit her in somewhere. I think next year, hopefully. So yeah, I've I've heard more ridiculous demands for podcast appearances. So I, I I think we can go with it. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Let's not get into that discourse. <laughs> Uh, anyway, this match, Giggy working on the left arm and shoulder most of the way. Anybody else have any thoughts before we get to the before we get to the finish? Nope. Ziggy's so big and strong, she's scary. I my biggest I had two takeaways from this match. besides this was my uh this was my best match of the night until the everything with runway happens at the end, and then that put them above. But um the the ref irked me. Um I don't know if it's as noticeable on the replay, but there was a couple spots. Um, there's one spot in particular that I caught in person that's a little harder to tell because of the angle they chose for the replay. Um, Ziggy tries to push the ref into the corner, and he, like, barely budges, so it makes Erica running in towards that corner not oh, as... yes. It, it does, he, he's barely moved. He was not in her way because he didn't move. He didn't follow the spot. So that irked me. <laughs> um, but um, the rest of the match, it was the first match of the night they got This Is Awesome. And uh, rightfully so. And I have to say, I have to give Erica and Ziggy so much props because Erica's whole gimmick is I'm a big, I'm big. I'm as big as Boar. Like we're both giant dudes. Like that's literally her whole gimmick. And you can't pull that gimmick off unless your opponent's going to sell and do move sets against you as if you're giant. And Ziggy does that and she sells it. And, and Erica obviously plays into that. Uh, gimmick and it's it just it makes that match so good <laughs> yeah i like erica i like her a lot i do i like both of these two okay i will say i actually didn't catch that spot you're talking about but uh, the referee does seem incompetent at really incompetent because of the ending of this match yes so, so giggy ha- grabs the title belt she hooked it to the top turnbuckle oh yeah the referee is over there for like 30 seconds can't seem to undo the belt for whatever reason. Well, I thought he was like tightening it. It looked like it looked like he was messing with it to like leave it on there. Yeah. So, I don't know what he was doing. So, mm-hmm. Very distracting. So Giggy yes. so goes to pin Erica into the belt. Erica reverse and gets in. Giggy into the belt, hits the spear, gets the pin in 1141. And then she just casually walks over and takes the belt right off the turnbuckle. The referee just spent like a minute trying to get the fucking belt off the turnbuckle. Couldn't do it in like half a second. It's already off. You cannot tell me that referee didn't know how to undo a goddamn belt. I, this is your profession, Jayhawk. This is your profession. I don't like that he stands there and watches her struggle to put it up. He could have been doing anything else. Erica was, like, incapacitated for a hot second there. He mm-hmm. could have been checking on her. And so for me, like, having at least some knowledge of the inner workings of how a wrestling match should go was very distracting um, IRL. <laughs> very distracting in real life. Um, it, he... he the, I, I feel for the two of them because he the, the couple spots like the ending and the one in the corner right at the beginning that caught me off guard like the ref needs to sell as we can contrast with Nick later at the you know main event like that he he did not sell or do enough to really help sell that match in those mm-hmm. spots and it drove me nuts. No, I, I, I hate I hate getting bad things about the referee kind of referee myself, but I, I notice I notice crap a lot more than a lot of people because of that. But like, yeah. like you said. Check on Erica when she can capacitate it. Even if you're going over and like at least you're like yelling at Niggy, what are you doing? Don't do that. Something like you like it. Like I get that kind of relaxed, girl can enjoy. Like if, you know, I'm not going to qualify her for it, but at least like yell at her. Try to convince her not to do yeah, it. Something. something. Yeah, yeah. It was there was a lot of nothing from that. Which if something would have been better. 
And part of the reason I'm not a fan of part of the reason I'm not a fan of three of refereeing three way matches is because they're no DQ and like you know you can post yell at them when they're technically breaking the rule, but they're not technically breaking the rule. So either way, you're going to look stupid. Right. Uh, all I gotta say about this is uh, that none of that discourse would have happened if Rosie the ref was in there. I agree completely. <laughs> I agree completely. She'd have fallen into that turnbuckle, and Erica would have rammed into her. <laughs> It'd have been so good. I I wish. <laughs> like like honestly, I would have fallen in that turnbuckle because they would have made me fall in that turnbuckle. Like I would have had a choice. Jared, see see how excited Tess got when we mentioned like her getting like that Rosie getting beat up. Uh, when you think about your friend getting beat up in a wrestling ring, that's that's why I get excited when I talk about wanting you to take power bombs from Josh Bishop and everything like that. It's just something about friends wanting their friends to get beat up by wrestlers. It's just oh, a fun I thing. Want, I want Josh booked at Enjoy and to beat the snot out of Rosie for something. That is that is so good. Jesus, <laughs> it's just you know, it's it's what friends do. They just want yeah. their friends to get beat up by wrestlers because sure it's funny do. to them. Yeah. I don't know. Don't know why yeah. it's funny. Just is. <laughs> yeah, I'm at I'm at that age where I'm at that age where I'm like the boar. I have like three bumps a year in me, and that's about it. So I so, need to see at least one of them, if you ask me. So Jeez. with Erica winning this match, did we get to that part yet, or am I am I fast forwarding? No, no you're no, fine. Go, yeah. Okay, so with Erica winning this match, I guess they get a, a title shot now. So mm-hmm. will we see that? I don't know when's their next show. March probably. Will yeah, we, yeah. They, they, see? There was the March. Was it the Ninth, yeah, something like could, that. Mark, I could be wrong on that, but yeah, no, they had specifically advertised it. Okay, mm-hmm. so I yeah, find out really quick. Um, okay, I sh- yeah, okay, I should be able to find out pretty quick too. So maybe, maybe it won't be as quick as I thought. Yeah, <laughs> we edit and post. They said they said March 9th, they said it was at the it was the very beginning of March is the next one. Okay, yeah, I was trying to confirm exactly which day in March is. Well, we're free that day anyway, so we should we should yeah. be able to go. Hopefully, yeah, then I, yeah, so then I, yeah, enjoy, I, baby. Yeah, I think it's I think it's the ninth. I think you're right because we don't have AIW until the end of the month that month. So I'm, okay, well, I, I may we'll have go. a leaked schedule. Just saying. Uh, but, yes, it is March 9th. Okay, can't confirm. So yeah, uh, March 9th. Uh, are they going to get the title shot then, or is it going to be at a later date? We're going to have to wait and see. I guess. March 19th is good again to me. And I'm just saying, wink, nudge, nudge, okay, no more. I want to be an extra in one of the productions videos. Like that's like one of my goals as a podcaster right now. And as friends with Derek and Ziggy, I need to be an extra on one of these promos somehow. We got to make this. I work didn't know somehow. that you liked degradation because that's definitely me what you get. I mean, you know, I mean, it's whatever. To the being on camera thing, not definitely not the other thing. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, put me in one too, please. Pretty please. Oh boy. Um that reminds <laughs> I'm just me stealing no, your thunder, yeah. brothers. I'm sorry. No, it's totally if, fine. Anybody, if anybody from Enjoy click me into the show, I'm free March 9th. I can think. I'm gonna throw that out there. All right. So from there we go to the third and final episode of Season 10. And we start off with an interview with MV Young. Like he's not scared of Jacob Fatu. He doesn't care who who Jacob Fatu's family is. And then we get a Jacob Fatu interview afterwards. No, I actually got pulled away. I didn't hear the Jacob Fatu interview because anybody actually filled me in. Yeah, it's a lot of cursing and um, that and a lot of uh, um, cursing. You yeah. know what? It works for him though. It, well, that but he said if anybody heard, so I'm just giving you a heads up on what it was. He's not gonna recognize the tribal chief. That's pretty <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> he said something about the dynasty. He said, "I'm not using my 
the Samoan dynasty or something. He said something like that. Neither is he, or he'd be in WWE right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, uh, I think there are his... other reasons why Jacob Fatu is not in WWE right now. Because he's too badass is why. <laughs> Have you yeah, seen him it... in MLW? He was, when I saw it, first time I saw him in MLW, I was like, this dude's a fucking star. This dude's badass. I watched him do a triple jump fucking moonsault onto somebody that was on a stretcher in a cage. That's uh, true. This dude's fucking awesome. And like, I don't care if he's been to jail. That's fucking more street cred to him. Like he's a fucking badass. I'm kind of bummed I missed seeing him live. Hopefully they bring him back. Yeah, there there are people in there are people in WWE Hall of Fame that have been in jail. So that can't be the only reason. And there's right. murderers in the Hall of Fame. There's been some that have been saved from jail too. Yeah. There are some that are currently in jail. That will go that, that, that's another matter <laughs> Oh, it was not a sunny day today. No. All right, so this, this is the, really the first match we get that's got a lot of action on the floor. They're on the floor for several minutes, and Fatu dug a moonsault off the stage, which was sweet looking. Oh, that was yeah, so he was, nuts. He was banging. Was his, they were banging each other off the, the table, and I think they were trying to bang their heads off the ring bell, which uh, could have been bad, could have been cool, could have been crazy, you know? But the moonsault off the, off the stage, where we sit uh, when we go to enjoy, that is where we sit. Mm-hmm. Um is hilarious and awesome and uh popped me real big. The finish of this popped me huge. This this match was really fucking good. MV, it was really good. MV doesn't have bad matches that enjoy. Like no. as much as like uh you know, like people may, you know, talk shit on him, he doesn't have bad matches that enjoy. He's he's uh he does he does the damn thing there. Yeah, he, he really does. He, this See, was, my, this this was is... my pick for match of the night. I love this match. Yeah, this I think is where we're going to disagree because of how it was in person. Is oh, okay. I I loved the match, don't get me wrong, but because it was two big guys going at one another and Jacob has some ability to be like, a, I don't know, he's not really a high flyer, but he does, he's he's agile. Mm-hmm. Jacob is agile and um, there was a lot it, in person, it did not come off this way on the, on the replay, I will tell you that. In person, it felt like there was a lot of like the crowd and everybody waiting for like the, ne- the next move. Okay. Like the next, because because we were waiting for for MV and or Jacob to get in place more. In my opinion, more MV to get in the spot where he needed to be for for Jacob to Ooh. land something. Okay. That's what it felt like in person. Okay. Um, and it was just like there was like a gap of time. You can hear the silence in the crowd on the replay where we were like waiting. There, where there wasn't like a continual like chanting like there mm-hmm. was in some of the other matches. That's my only criticism for the whole match. The rest of it was great. The him losing his dread was great. Because uh, of the way MV and, and him reacted to it, the bat, the moon salt, uh, all of it was awesome. So yeah, yeah the, I, the, the pop up Samoan uh, drop, I love that move. I've always loved that move. It looked great, yeah. and the, so the moon salt looks so fucking devastating. Like he yeah. even rolled off. Like fuck, that hurt, and like yeah. rolled back over to get the pin. Was whew. oh, I like this. Like, give me, give me part two. Give me part two. Yes. Uh, let's put some weapons in it or something. Let's let's have some fun with it. Let's let's uh, let's make yeah, it sexy for March. Let's let's do it again. Yeah, they like they like you said, Jacob Fatu, a star. He should be at, on a much much bigger stage at this point in his career. MV Young, every young is, is incredibly underrated. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I definitely want to see. I definitely want to see them bring this one back. Yeah, MV's got to get that win back. He's got a. Hopefully, this is the start of something. But Ad Butter touched on the alley oof, followed by the triple jump moonsault. Jacob Fatu gets the win in 12 minutes and 52 seconds. After the match, he puts Young over. They shake hands. Sportsmanship. 
Yay. Hmm. Like, my favorite match is my favorite match is a king, and I love that I love that match. Yeah, this is definitely my match. Um big meaty men slapping me, man. That's what's about. Never go wrong with that. No. We get an interview with Eva Carrillo. She said she asked for a technical wrestler after having a couple of weapon based matches the last few shows. So she, that's why we're getting Keller Kelly tonight. But if she retains the title, she wants to come from the enjoy locker room next time. And she doesn't want to just fake out Kyler every time. Keep that's that in a good mind. point. Keep mm-hmm. that in mind when we continue talking about them. But that's a really good point because we talked about, you know, continuity and some stories, which I think this season lacked. Um, and Edith is right. You got to get somebody from that locker room in there to, to kick off and give you several, several episodes worth of uh, of story there. But not to say that I, I Killer Killer Kelly is lovely. I'm glad it was Killer Kelly. <laughs> As we all kind of stated we, at the beginning of this, yeah, we uh, all were very happy. Super happy. Killer Kelly. Very infatuated with Killer Kelly. Uh, even the referee who was trying to explain to Killer Kelly that he was married. Uh, that was that was not stopping Killer Kelly. Uh, Killer Kelly starts the moment she walks out on that yeah. stage. She is <laughs> she is interacting with. I, I described her style when I was trying to come up with how I felt like like a good way to explain it is like a seductive, edgy, uh, comedic technical wrestler. Yes. Because because everything she does is seductive. There's an edge at the end, but it is comedic as hell. For sure. Did she ever did she ever do any NXT or NXT UK or anything like that? And, she and did. How- she she did a little bit of NXT UK, and honestly, yeah. she she, she wasn't there long. And what what and what she did was not good, which is why uh-huh. I really wasn't a fan of her before. And NXT, I don't watch. NXT and I don't UK watch doesn't exist. I was, yeah, I was just saying, what's that? Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I don't watch Impact. I've heard she's done good work at Impact. I don't watch it, so I don't. She's know. a tag champ. Tag Impact, champ Impact is so good. I like Impact for the women's wrestling personally. Um, and I was, I was there live at impact when she, when the, when her and Masha became a tag team after their dog collar match, like that, that dog collar match was good. Yeah. Impact impact's got some really, so I don't care what anybody says, just so low key, good stuff on impact. I agree. Yeah. Um, I'm going to try to watch them more in 2024, but they have a lot of talent there that I really like. I mean, I want to see what they're doing. I, I, there's so much wrestling. It's hard to find time to watch it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like I was, I was was gonna say real quick as, as she's coming in, she's she starts with the crowd, and she doesn't stop. <laughs> her her and Edith share that little look and like wave at one another as as Edith comes in too. It's so good. It's the it's the entire match until it really gets going. So yeah, she's crawling around on the mat. Uh, yeah, it's just the whole thing. I was very, uh, I I was giggling. Uh, it was it was a good time. So I was, I was, I was watching. Sunday morning, uh, when I first woke up, and this was hour three of watching wrestling, and uh, it was a good way to end the, the end the show. Yeah, and I I like that um the the two of them work really well in terms of like the technical wrestling was uh I was captivated by it. It wasn't something that it was just a couple people rolling around. I, I was definitely captivated by their technical uh, wrestling at the beginning. So I definitely felt like um, some of the stuff Edith was pulling out, like obviously we've seen, you know, the slide underneath, go behind, that kind of stuff. Um, One of the things I think a lot of people pick on women's wrestling for is that it's always slow or or slower than like than when the men do it. Mm -hmm. And this um, I'm not going to say it was slower, but it wasn't as fast and it felt kind of like obviously very choreographed and that's usually something that does not bother me uh the one thing that really stuck out to me was when edith was telling uh kelly to grab her leg 
to do the yes. step, the step over that felt like she like killer Kelly forgot the spot, but I know she didn't because it's, that's what you usually do. Just the way it was so over-exaggerated made me feel like it almost made it look like it was a botch, but it wasn't, it was really weird. I don't know. I, um, I had that noted down in person. It was also, it really disrupted the flow and like your immersion in that spot. Um, the other part that I had an issue with, with the match was, um, because a lot of like the crowd was quiet because we we wanted to hear. I think it was like the general consensus is the 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 like jabs they were throwing at one another, or like the comments that Kelly was like, like later in the match she was like hit me harder, Daddy. Like, yeah, those are the kind of comments like we wanted to hear it, so we were quiet during some of their technical stuff, and you could hear the calls at least, especially if you were in the front row, which made it a little less immersive. Like that, like the the calls were too loud. I could hear Edith pretty clearly. Really. Um, yeah, I could. And in person, I could, um, which I mean, kind of stinks. And and the but the the biggest and worst one that gave it away was the one grabbing for the leg. That's so obvious, even on the replay. I was hoping it wouldn't be, but yeah, I didn't take it that way. I didn't take it that way. I, How I did took you take it, it? I, I took it as in, go ahead and get a move on me. Oh, I tricked you. Ha ha. I mean, that's how I okay, took that. Okay. I mean, yeah, yeah I, I feel that. like I've seen that done before. Yeah, I have too. And that's usually like how that. they kind of do it. But it felt it just I don't know, like the in way person, it, I was with butters, it, the way it, it felt when I was watching it, it's usually it feels different. Usually, usually they go for it without having to really be told or like they they just say it one time real quick and they don't just keep tapping like, come on, come on, come on, come on. It, yeah, it, you could it, hear Edith, too. Yeah, it just it felt I don't know. It just felt off this time, but it's it's whatever. Like the you know, there was still some really great stuff in here. So, I mean. Yeah, that was, that was. I think it was just a big glaring spot. That was all it was for me. I couldn't pay much attention because I was just watching Killer <laughs> Kelly the whole time. <laughs> I mean, love Killer you know, Kelly. That's probably what they were hoping for: is that you wouldn't pay attention to everything else. You'd just be focused on her, which not a bad idea. I mean, that's, uh-huh. that's that's how you hide the weaknesses. Maybe they'll put Killer Kelly with, uh, you know, uh, in that match as like the referee for for Mr. Grimm and Billy Dixon, and we just won't pay attention to what's going on. You never know. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, I, I took that almost like Jerry Lawler offering anyway. Danny Kaufman the headlock, you know? Yeah. Can we, we just put, put the there? headlock on? Maybe I'm going to do something to you. Can we just put her in the referee for like every match she's not going to wrestle in? Right. Can we just do that? <laughs> I'm, no, I'm, I'm, the, enjoy I'm wrestling starring Killer Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here like, man, Nick played that so well, but I kind of want Kelly to come back and it to be Rosie this time <laughs> and Kelly and Kelly pull the same stuff. Yes. Because of because of, you know, Kelly will do it with will will do that kind of move with a female ref. I mean, look at her and Masha. It's not really a question at that point. So, I mean, mm, that would be good. That would be funny. Oh yeah. Yeah, if I had if I did have to make one criticism of this match, uh, there are a lot of times where we watch these shows and we can match go 15, 20 minutes and we go, you know, they could have shaved five minutes off of it and it would have been better. I felt like they could have added five minutes to the one that probably would have made the match better. I agree. And I don't it, think it's it was a, long enough. Yeah, especially especially as because as, as, as this title of match takes a while to get going anyway. The technical wrestling is almost like a feeling out process. Mm-hmm. It really felt like it was just starting to get going and it was just over. Yeah, th- yep. it felt really. It felt weird when it like when I saw like oh it's like, oh it's over already. Holy shit! All right, I guess. Yeah, I agree with that. I, agree. I was it surprised that longer. she lost. By the way, I thought maybe you'd get like a schmaz because she's an impact you know champ. So that but was the only the only the enjoy title was on the line though. There were three titles in the in the ring well, and only in the enjoy. Right, was on and the that's line, what so. that's what Jayhawk said to me last week when we talked about uh, Alex Alec Price's uh, IW IWTV title was that 
then don't bring it out. You know, don't wear it out to the ring if you're gonna, if it's not being defended and you don't want to look weak, right? It's, it's a little, it's when a you're little a tag bit different champ, though when somebody's yeah. got an impact title. Yeah, like, you're, impact, you're yeah. a tag team champion. It's not going to hurt anything. Actually, I think it makes Edith look strong, and maybe Impact will look at Edith and be like, "Hey, you wanna you wanna come work?" I mean, here's the I mean, here's the big difference between that and Alec Prey can kind of be a TV champion on last week review. Impact, even though a lot of cable companies don't carry the channel or they carry it on such a high tier that nobody pays for the channel, Impact does still technically have a national TV deal. They do. Yeah. I watch it. Yeah. So, yeah. So, being an Impact champion does it's a little bit bigger deal than being the IWTV champion, especially on a company that's never going to be on IWTV. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. So, I absolutely understand bringing an IW, an Impact belt out, especially a tag belt, if it's not, if it, you know, it's not going to be on the line. Yeah. And you can even use that as like your justification for, Killer Kelly Luke and if Matt, she's been wrestling tag team so much lately that she that that she kind of her element of single. You can even use that as an excuse if you need to, because she's gotten I, out. That's that's what I I'm I'm with I'm with Jayhawk on that one. Was was I assumed the it was the because she's a tag title holder that it'll use it as a that's why she lost. It. She she's just so used to having her tag partner in her corner. Um, they did something similar. I don't know where in the world you could find it. I know they posted it, but um, OWA down in Columbus. Um, Ace from ABC uh, was an Impact uh, tag champion at the time he came down. He lost his match, and I think it would be the same thing. It it's because he didn't have his tag partner there. Oh, it, yeah, I I remember that. Yeah, one great spot. That. I think we watched that one. Yeah, one great spot here where Edith has the Lotus Lock on, and she's literally bending Killer Kelly forward in half. <sighs> oh, it was so good. Uh, and I like Edith's submission at the end too. There, it was. I was like, what is she doing? And when she locks it in place, I'm like, oh my lord. What is that? <laughs> it looks painful as heck. <laughs> Did anybody yeah. else catch the DDT uh, to the apron and feel like it was more of like a gut buster than a DDT the way she does yeah, it? Yeah, Kelly was too short. I yeah. think was the issue. Because <laughs> like, yeah, like Veda like, called it a DDT and I'm like, kind of, but her head never got close to the mat. And it was more like it just like a gut buster. Like, oh, I could just feel it like jamming your guts and being like oh that fucking sucks like yeah, taking the wind I, out of you kelly like or kelly like moved a little bit right after it happens you i was able to see it in person and i was like oh yeah i don't think either of them realized that she was too short <laughs> yeah yeah and <laughs> like I'm, I'm not faulting veda for that i know people use that like a critic and veda commentary i'm not faulting for her for that at all no because that's that technically what, that's what, what it was, was and, that's, and she's only watching what she can like from you know what their monitor shows her so angles, is, she probably like she hit right right yeah, yeah, yeah. It didn't look like they were watching monitors. It looked like they were watching the ring. Mm-hmm. So, that, so it may have looked like from their angle that it hit. And Killer Kelly hair was long enough that when she was kind of hanging there, you can, I can kind of, I was kind of in my head going, okay. And depending on the angle, you might be able to pull that off. So I, I get it. I feel like that's kind of like maybe why Edith did the, like, did the um drop kick to the face. Yeah, it was to kind of like really sell home. You know, Kelly go for the killer for the killer clutch. Edith counter get into that submission. Veda called it a key to Dr. Put stretch. We'll go with it. I honestly don't know what the name of it is. The win is 14-16. Then after the match, we get the runway and Ray Lynn running out. The runway hold Edith for Ray Lynn to hit Edith with the title belt. And that looks to be our title program. Be careful what you wish for, Edith Carrillo, because you're getting somebody on the Enjoy roster next time out. We yeah, have our and- story, finally, for the championship, for the title. I'm happy. Yeah. Yeah. Edith's got to watch. She's got two other... Uh- Two other people to keep an eye on during that match. I guarantee you they're going to get involved. There's got to be there's got to be somebody they get incorporated in there with with Edith for that. Yeah, for Edith. Yeah, for sure. 
I'm sure there's some uh, some teams out of Cleveland that would uh, would back uh, Edith if so asked, or even you know possibly from the the East Coast. So any any number of people will be able to fill that role. Yeah, that's yeah the beautiful. Sure. Th- that's the beautiful thing. We can speculate all day long. We might, we might still be wrong. It would still be good. I I did want to mention. Um, this is more my department uh, of the talent and a uh, talent as a whole wrestlers announcer everything that's a uh, um part of this show one two three four five six seven eight nine ten ten of the talent were showcased during the lgbtq history month for women's west west whoo women's wrestling watch <laughs> i can't talk today um and a large majority of the wrestlers were a part of the uh, qwi that just finished releasing oh, so yeah. that was really cool yeah, the enjoy the first time I went. Um, I was like, I, I didn't know what to expect, and and coming in and seeing how it was, I'm like, this is really cool because it's there's very much the majority are not wrestling fans, and they just like enjoy the show for what it is, and I think that makes it so much more fun as like a wrestling fan when like people are just having fun with it, and like it it's not a serious thing. And uh, I can just kind of relax and watch and not be like, I don't know. I feel like I'm on edge at other shows, like watching stuff, watching for certain things, but enjoy. It's just, it's a fun time. So it's the same I, way. It's the same way at DPW. Those two crowds are both let, not jaded. They're there to have fun. It's good stuff. It, it Every time I've, I've talked about this before, but for me personally, it's definitely the most at home. I felt at wrestling shows. I, I was going to say something along the lines of Marcy going to enjoy the first time earlier this year and hearing Meg's announcement and um, like their rule setting right at the beginning for the crowd. I was like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm good here. Like, this is a good like home for wrestling. Um, That really like, like sense at home for me. And also I haven't been to another like local indie crowd at all that like willingly just starts shouting kiss as soon as two wrestlers get close to one another. So (laughs) that's always great. Look, I try to do my part at AIW shows, but I try to do mine too. But it, I, you can't get it going there. I don't know why. Unless it's Magnum CK and the Duke, you will get that. You will get it going then. Yeah. Oh, Duke deserves it. Uh, well, I don't know. There was there were some interesting things said during that four way uh, that was technically a tag match uh, that we kind of got <laughs> out of it. You know, there's there was Derek did get his ass ate in the middle of the ring. So it's <laughs> a thing that what? happened. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you don't remember you were that? there. Tom Waller, no, Tom Waller did it. He wasn't there huh. for that. Oh, you're okay. I th- you're, okay, you're but right. You couldn't fucking miss it. Tom Waller got down there and fucking ate Derek's ass. So, all right, that is. I, I think if anybody really wants to take the next step and appeal to that demographic, we need. I'm I'm begging. Give me a femboy wrestler. <laughs> we can make this happen. Mars, uh, you no, can I, start I training. Mars, you live with worldwide. Just start training. No, 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 no. I got other stuff. I'm DJing now. I know. I agree with Marcy, though. It would not be that hard to appeal to that portion of the demographic, which is strong in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have a bunch. Again, how many people? Almost the entire card that night was either on the showcase or nominated for the LGBTQ showcase. It would not be that hard to book people from over and enjoy or in the area to mm. get that kind of uh, vibe going at AIW. I don't know so much if they it's that they don't want to i don't know if they just feel like it would be inauthentic to pander to that crowd Mm. is what i think they probably are afraid of because i feel like we want it 
but I don't know if Thorne would be would want to take that step and then feel like you know inauthentic with it and feel like oh, I'm just pandering to these you know to to a certain portion of the crowd to get people to come in. And, yeah. I don't- and if I can if I can kind of piggyback off of that, that might work in Cleveland, but I don't think it would work in Akron. It would not work in Akron. I live close enough to that to that area. I know. No, it would not work there. You couldn't do it there. Yeah, I wouldn't do it just for the Cleveland audience because you can't do it everywhere. I, I, I kind of, as much as I would like to see it, I, I kind of, I kind of get not going there. Yeah, there was some stuff said when Effie was there that, uh, that, that I got some people There's up, some stuff up was in there regularly anyway. <laughs> that was an Effie was in Akron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh right, more. he wrestled. He wrestled TKD, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was some stuff said by a guy that uh, ended up getting uh, told to leave. So, but yeah, there was, he was an older guy, but yeah, it's, it's, yeah, I don't know. It wouldn't fly there, but I feel like, yeah, I think that's probably the the reason why, honestly, but, but like, I think that there's a way to do it where it doesn't come off that way. I think that there's I agree. enough talented people that you're going to book them on talent, not on, you know, what their sexuality is and uh, it's going to shine regardless. So. Eventually, we'll get there. I just hope it's sooner rather than later. All right. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Tess, our guest, what did you say? I say thumbs up. Thumbs up. I'm, thumbs I'm up. actually going to say a reluctant thumbs up. I did not think, and this is this is no slight to enjoy, I just did not think it was their best effort this time around. I was, it was, there, there wasn't enough, which what makes enjoy so special to me. I did not feel it this season or whatever, however they call it, these episodes. Um, it just it 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 was good, but I next time I know it'll be better because I've seen better shows from them. That's just my opinion. Josh was just upset that Derek Dillinger wasn't on the show. <laughs> well, uh, anytime my pal Derek is not on a broadcast, I'm upset. But yeah, that's um, that's what it is. If Derek is on the show, you would have gotten the thumbs up immediately. It wouldn't have been a question. <laughs> but because there was no Derek and there was only Ziggy, he's only going to give it you know a reluctant <laughs> thumbs up. It's a reluctant I'm going to give it a thumbs up. up. I had fun with this. This is an easy watch. Uh, I watched it Sunday morning when I first got up, started at like 10 o'clock, was done, you know, by like one. Uh, it was a good time. Uh, nothing really was, you know, nothing super stood out. But like I said, I really enjoyed Fatu and um, MV. I thought that, like I said, that was my favorite match. Uh, and I want to see them run it back with, uh, with some tables and some chairs and some stuff. Uh, I think that'd be fun. Mm. So. But yeah, uh, more storylines, please. Uh, we're starting to get that. In I agree. Companies. Uh, I don't want it to be too like. Here's the bad part: is like I could tell you I want storylines, but I don't want every single thing to have a storyline reason for it. Like, give me like two, right. two, two storylines. Yeah, give me like two storylines. Yeah. Like, yeah. doesn't even have to be for the belts. Like, just give me a storyline with some other stuff too. Like, you know, we got we got the David Lawless thing. That's a storyline we, we can always play on. That's great. I like that. Um, give me some more. Give me let's sprinkle some more in there. Let's see what else you got. Yeah, okay, three storylines. Okay, three storylines. That way you you have one match of just a match and then one story based match every show. Mm-hmm. You can do three epic What? Yeah. Well, I guess if anybody listens to this, they're probably going to be like, well, there are three storylines because we have the tag storyline going right now, where Erica mm-hmm. Lee and them had to get through the runway. Now Erica Lee beat Ziggy, and now they're going to get their title match. That's kind of been a story leading up. Uh, we're finally going to start the story with Edith and we've kind of had the Mr. Grimm story going on. Um, but I feel like there could be, you know, maybe one more story in there fit somewhere doing something, a little, something a little spicy different in the beginning. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I don't know. Yeah, it is. It's fine. I, I, I just thought I, I, you know, 
reluctant thumbs up and that's the way i'll be for this one but i know i guess you're great i guess the other storyline that there could be is the mikey storyline of trying to get his first win and enjoy oh, you know what happened it, to the meta man where'd he go he was, he was at aiw was oh, yeah. oh right, right. a lot of the roster was at aiw because they ran the same day so we right. didn't get that so we'll probably yeah. get that at the next show for the next season so hopefully uh we get back into those ties so actually i don't have any complaints about storylines because that i just <laughs> named four so i'm just putting Sorry. myself wrong when i'm talking so <laughs> glad you figured it out on your own i'm i'm figuring it out live as we record so <laughs> Tess, you want to uh you want to give us your plugs as we come to the end of the the broadcast tonight yeah sure i'm uh i'm mohawk mosher on everything and then i also run uh women's wrestling watch of northeast ohio um you can find it on everything with just www of neo um yeah and i will continue to keep everyone up to date on the local indie wrestling that's going on we appreciate you coming on and doing this tonight we really do it's good stuff i like having our having friends and guests on to do the reviews it's great i appreciate being here i love it I get tired of listening to these three tell me the same things all the time. So I like having guests on that give me a different point of view. Um, <laughs> and sometimes back my play of, uh, you know, what I think. So listen, it happens when you record with somebody this many times. Sometimes you need, you got to split it up a bit. I got to freshen it up. It's the end of the year. You know, next week we got the award. So we don't have to review anything. It's just uh, an award show. And then we get a break, a nice little break. Yeah. And we and can get right up and rolling with the uh, Fresh Meat series. Season nine. Season nine, first off, we got a temp- Tear at the Temple review, and then we're Fresh Meat for two months, baby. Nice. The freshest of meat. Fresh, <laughs> fresh Meat season two. Jayhawk. Slap of meat. Even fresher. Even meatier. <laughs> fresh Meat two electric boogaloo. Uh, even girthier. Girthier. Just how we like it. Jayhawk. I'll take mine in silicone. Thank you. <laughs> uh, you can follow me on twitter twitch and tiktok at ref jayhawk instagram at jayhawk 1539 uh, i do have the ne- next episode of my patreon interview hearing lined up to work on a recording date but we're going to be have uh former awa announcer mick karch talking about the, the later day of the awa and the transition to the independent oh, from there so that'll, oh, be, yeah. that'll be a fun one i'm going to try to get that up before the first of the year but i don't have to re- uh Arrange when we're actually recording it. So more to come when we get, when we finalize that. But you can find me on Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, Blue Sky, and SoundCloud at Fanboy Voice spelled B O I. Uh, I don't have anything new coming out. Uh, I'm learning um, Da Vinci because um, I'm I want Da Vinci Resolve so I can uh, start editing video. Uh, Dalton is going to come back for some Patreon content with josh and i and maybe marcy and jayhawk uh to watch some uh fed matches and uh just say, don't good... keep me out don't keep me out of this one i'm not i'm not uh you know we're gonna yeah, watch i believe the drunk watch along were my idea and i didn't get invited to the first one i'm still kind of pissed we weren't drunk that's the thing we just <laughs> we just watched stone cold sober my friend yeah um but yeah so that's going to happen. I'm working on some stuff there. I'm going to work on uh, learning how to edit video so that I can do it all myself. Um, same with the uh, quickies with Marcy. So she doesn't have to do them every single time. I'm, I'm going to try to learn. I'm in the very early stages. Like I have it downloaded. I'm watching a how-to video 
and walking through it step by step as it's teaching me things. So, uh, good luck with DaVinci. It's a, it's a, it'll suck your resources. I hope your computer can handle it. it. It can so far, and I haven't had any issues. It said that the only thing that would give me an issue is if I was doing too much uh, high res color correction. So, and I'm not really doing that. So, it should be all right. All right. Well, you can find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at jgold 12 Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to us. And our Twitter handle, IWGuide1, uh, YouTube page, and Patreon, patreon.com backslash IWGuide. Don't forget about the merch store over at Brainbuster Tees. We have our season, the pink shirts with our faces. Put them on your bodies. You can have the stand from Burlington line. You can have the uh, uh, IWGP title line. There's a whole bunch of Marcy's Arcade. There's a whole bunch of stuff on there, and and the literally the best the best merch game in the biz. Maybe we'll even put up the respectful hog awards on a t-shirt or on a sweatshirt. Number um, two in I, Norway, baby. That's right. Number two in Norway is coming as well. Um, you know, check out our podcasting friends at Odds Wrestling. The card is going to change. The super fantastic podcast. Marcy's uh, X over our new friend. Well, our friend Dalton's new show, the Short Bus Social Club. It's absolutely ridiculous. And hi, a bussy, a wrestling adjacent podcast. Make sure you check out JCP Designs, the official graphic designer of the Indie Wrestling Guide, PW Ponderings, Time Capsule Toys, Toy Hio, Rubber City Toys, Big Stark's Brand, Set Tab Photo, Women's Wrestling Watch of Northeast Ohio, Michelle Carter and Jose Rodriguez Photography, AJ Small Photography, Six Things Clothing, and Will's uh, uh, sister? Are we calling it the sister promotion? Gorilla Press Apparel. I have seen some new designs for it for the future. It's going to be pretty rad, and I'm proud of him. He's doing a great job over there. Angry Lemonade and Smoking Jay's Barbecue, the best barbecue in Ohio. That's what I got. Oh, so create a wrestler uh, time test. What do you got? So I'm going to admit I struggle with the name here. Um, it was actually something I pitched to my spouse to do because, um, I mean, I would love for them to get into wrestling. I am not medically cleared. I can't train, but I want them to do it because <laughs> they have a theater <laughs> background. Um I guess we'll call we'll call them Mystic. I guess is gonna probably be the best name I could come up with, but um it is my whole gimmick idea was for um them to be a voodoo like swamp witch and like look Ooh. really creepy, but like carry around like little voodoo dolls and like win over the kids in the crowd, but then like their opponents and everybody are like freaked out because they know what they're actually capable of. Okay. Um and then the finisher would be to like give that voodoo doll that would like have one every match for whoever they're facing and either do something with it that then the the uh, opponent has to mimic the voodoo doll doing to finish or like let the kid like just chuck it and then the you know the <laughs> the uh they have to sell it so okay. oh i like okay. that that yeah. actually that's good i like that i can only hope that my spouse can wrestle in the future but that was my uh, gimmick idea for that one. Oh yeah good stuff Thank you so much, Tess, for real. We appreciate you coming on. And, Thank uh, you for having me. That's it for us tonight, I guess. Yeah. Watch Independent Wrestling. Later. Later, Dweebs. Bye.
something different about you Love it when he hit and smack too Baby, let me lick on your tattoos That's true that I like PDA Take it to a seat, please Suck a little dick in the bathroom Who that man with the big strong hands On a rass in the club with the past beat That's you, front seat Chillin' with the window down I'd be ten toes down on the dash Can fast food, hope you can handle the heat Put your name in the streets Get used to my fans looking at you Fuck what they heard, I don't fuck with them birds I'm a mean kitty, don't get stabbed with the rats too. Boys be mad that I don't fuck incels Girls hate too to the pigtail, I love you I want a big chill, boy don't trip I'll split a big bill, take you around the world They don't have to understand Rub it in their face Put a rock on her hand Baby, can you call me back? I miss you It's so lonely in my mansion Kissing and hope they cut us What are they like and not? I wanna show you up I wanna show you up I wanna brag about it I wanna tie Kissing and hope the cut us out. 